Welcome to the Product Business Podcast. This is your number one podcast for the tips, actions, and insights to make more money from your products while enjoying your life. I'm your host, Amy Wenslow. Let's dive right in. Hello, everybody. I am so honored that you are joining us today. This is the middle of a three-part series, episode number 37. We were talking about getting past the gatekeeper and episode 38. We started talking about the 10 reasons that people buy, and that is an in-depth conversation. It's about 45 minutes long, so I'd really recommend you go listen to that. We have some specific examples of the language of how to get past gatekeepers if you're trying to sell to corporates, And then today, I'm going to talk more in depth about the remaining five reasons that people buy. So we talked predominantly about the first five reasons out of the 10 in episode 38. And now here in episode 40, we're going to be talking about the remaining five. So the, the whole list of why people buy, this is a, a great piece from Jim Edwards over at Guaranteed Response Marketing. So the 10 reasons, to make money, to save money, to save time, to avoid effort, to escape pain, whether it be physical or mental. And these are things that we dive into in the previous episode. The remaining five that we're going to talk about in this episode is to get more comfort, to to achieve greater cleanliness or hygiene, to attain fuller health, to gain praise or feel more loved, to be popular or increase social status. Now, the best marketing and the best approach is to stack things that will address one, two, three, four, even five of these reasons that people will buy. Don't be a one trick pony where you just are about make money, make money, make money, right? Because that is not the main driver. Matter of fact, like I said the other day, if you have a list of um, reasons that employees are motivated to do a great job, they will actually rank, make a pay increase as one of the lowest reasons that they're really motivated and the best rewards for them. The best rewards are actually around acknowledgement and praise, social status, being respected, those things, right? So given that there is this need for these last five, you know, to get more comfort, what does that mean, right? To get more comfort means to have an easier time doing something, right? To have an easier, less effort, right? So it relates to some of the other reasons, but it's not the same. To get more comfort is a very elusive one, but it's a really important one. So to feel included is about gaining um, praise or feeling more loved. So to get more comfort, is that it's going to be an easier life, a better life. It's, it's a very aspirational take on why someone would buy. To achieve greater cleanliness or hygiene, if you have a cleaning product, this is a big one. If you have teeth 
whitening. This is for cleanliness and hygiene. If you have something that is a vacuum cleaner, that's a cleanliness play. Hygiene can also be hygiene for your pets. So if you are a pet owner and you, or you're doing a pet product, you want to actually stress the hygiene and what hygiene for a dog gives to your family, right? So it's plus if it's hygiene product for a dog, say for example, you have part of your identity is I'm a dog mom and your dog's health is part of you being a good dog mom, right? Then as a consumer, you are more likely to buy the things that help you be a good dog mom. Okay, um, the, so the cleanliness and hygiene one is usually about uh, being accepted, being respected, but the way that someone starts the conversation with you is about the cleanliness and hygiene, right? Think about all the, the electric toothbrush commercials that you see. Those are definitely about a cleanliness and hygiene, right? The amazing feeling of having really well brushed teeth and how your mouth tingles. That is strictly a word image and a word story to get you to experience great hygiene, okay? To get you to experience it emotionally before you invest in the toothbrush so that when you go to the store to get the toothbrush, you are actually buying the result called an experience that you want of better hygiene and what that feels like, right? So this is kind of how it applies. And then to uh, the other one, number eight is to attain fuller health. So um, fuller health can be defined a lot of ways. This is something that you would look at if you were selling a hiking product, a yoga product, um, medicines, essential oils, you could potentially make this claim, you want to pay attention to health claims when you do that. But achieving fuller health, if you have a physical therapy product, like one of our clients who was on episode 37, right, this is part of her play for how she should be pitching her product. Now, these do all apply if you're doing licensing, so pay attention to it. Achieving fuller health, so that can mean if it's something that helps people sleep better, this is part of it. Um, if it's a mattress, for example, like purple mattresses, part of their play is greater comfort, which helps you attain fuller health. So they're actually using two at the same time, kind of connected, right? But there are two distinct reasons that people buy. So you want to actually string these together where is appropriate and ethical, but you really, really pay attention to this. So to attain fuller health is reason eight. Nine, to gain praise or feel more loved. Now this is about respect, belonging, fitting in, feeling safe, right? So. I gave the example the other day of when you are working with a corporation and you want to maybe license your product to them, it still is at play because the person who is scouting for new products is looking for home run winners. Yes, so the company can make money, but also because they want to be the one that brought the winner to the table, right? So it is a gain status, gain praise, 
feel loved. Feel loved is a very, very big driver. And it's not just for women, it applies to men, it applies to children, it even applies to pets, right? So the way that a product could have someone feel loved is, you know, if they're, if it's a romantic gift, for example, and it's being given as a gift, this is a symbol of your love. The jewelry industry uses this all the time. I happen to know because I'm from the jewelry industry. We do something called romancing the purchase inside the jewelry industry. And it is all about the emotion of it, right? The De Beers ad campaigns from years ago and on into today are all about the emotion. Now, De Beers is the one that put the thought in our minds that the average diamond engagement ring should cost three to five months salary. And that was a marketing play on their part. Now, this, this idea of feeling loved is a really big driver of reasons of why people buy is to feel loved, okay? To gain praise is another very big one inside companies, inside um, anything that's going to have people do a better job or have them look respected to their peers, okay? So number 10, to be popular or increase social status. I mentioned this one briefly um, in episode 37. We had a little bit of a conversation about it with the influencer marketing age. Influencer marketing is intriguing because what is happening is the people that have people watching them, like the Kardashians, for example, when they use a product, other people want to be like the Kardashians or be loved and respected like the Kardashians or fit in with the Kardashians or feel like maybe this product will give them entry into that life buy the product or pay attention to it at least, right? So this is about increasing social status by buying a product to be like the influencer. It's very, very intriguing. Now, social media influencers will buy products to increase their social standing, meaning number of followers. So they will buy things like apps that will expand their reach, um, products that have a certain cachet to them that they can be seen with these products, right? So the brand spiral occurs both ways. The influencers helping the brand get adopted, but the brand is also shining a light, a glow, if you will, on the influencer that they are the type of influencer who uses XYZ product, increases their social status. Okay, so if you have an influencer that you want to work with, you can talk about how you are going to promote the influencer in your channels. You can also talk about the quality of the product and the other people that are using or interested in the product because then that gives them connection to that level of um, personality as well, right? So it's a very interesting thing. And I think that as a reason that people buy, it's really strong in affluent brands, right? Like why do people aspire to owning a certain car 
or a house in a neighborhood or a type of purse or with men, it could be even the quality of the hand tools that you use or what type of reciprocating saw you're using. Those are all about being respected. You buy you know, Ryobi type of reciprocating saw if you're one level of, of contractor. You don't buy that if you're a homeowner, right? So the brand is actually communicating some social status that we don't even always pay attention to as consumers. I'm very conscious of it because of the work that we do with large brands and some of the products that have been on Shark Tank and, and some of our work with some of the sharks. So you want to pay attention to these 10 reasons people buy. Go listen to the other podcast episodes. I promise you it'll give you some light bulbs about how you can position your product so that you leverage these reasons that people buy. And I want you to stack two, three, four, or five ways that you can use these reasons, right? You, I want you to be giving people more than one reason to buy your product all the time. More than one reason, because one reason is only going to hit the logical place. You need to stack it so that they're able to buy confidently, okay? So with that, everyone, this is Amy Wenslow. We have our product um, mastermind group. I'd love to have a conversation with you about that. If it's something that you feel would be helpful to you. It's a very small group. And we do deep dives into different topics and put additional trainings in there. And it's a community that really is only <laughs> for product businesses. There is no one else in there. Everybody is building a product business or licensing their product. So you all understand the challenges and can learn alongside each other and from each other, as well as I'm in there moderating the group, leading it, and pouring value into you. So I would love to have a conversation with you about that. If you're interested in the product mastermind, go to info, at, send an email to info at products to profits.com. If you'd like to get a copy of our new book for free, you can go to turn products intoprofits.com. There will be a link in the description of this podcast episode. I would love to have that be given to you as our gift. So please go claim your free copy of Turn Products Into Profits. <laughs> go to dot com and claim your free copy today. This is a labor of love for us and I want to make a difference for you, for your business. It's a fast read that has impact and power to it and we're getting great reviews from it. So with that, everyone, have a great rest of your week. Tune back in tomorrow for the additional episodes. Amy Wenslow. Subscribe, review, and share our podcast on Apple iTunes, Podcasts, or Google Play. Until next time. You have just